You're listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. saying make do and mend. It's actually more than a saying. It was a pamphlet issued by the British Ministry of Information during World War II. Basically, the pamphlet was full of ideas and tips for housewives to be frugal yet stylish during the war period. Now, if history has taught us anything, it's that times were definitely tough. There were rations and so on and so forth. And Our ancestors, they just lived simply and made do with what they had. Now, before I get too far into this episode, fair warning to you, I might get a little bit passionate, maybe a little bit ranty. So I do apologize for that. And I also want to thank my friend Rachel Green at Shine Copy for suggesting this topic to discuss with you. Inspiration is truly all around me. So thank you so much, Rach, for this inspiration. In contemporary times, we, we've got the internet readily awaiting our internet orders. And as such, we don't really make do with what we have, nor do we really make do and mend. Of course, there are some people who do, and there are times when you really do need new things. Hello, new underwear. <laughs> um, or perhaps, you know, something you need something new to you in order to fulfill a certain purpose. But how often is it that you actually look around your home to think about how you can repurpose something that you already have? How can something that you have fulfill another need? Ordinarily, I wouldn't mention the time of year that I'm recording an episode, but it's currently mid-October 2020 and we've just moved house. We only moved two streets away and so we're still in the neighbourhood but it's the 13th time that I've moved in 11 years. More on that another time. This move though, we are already so incredibly happy. I mean, sure, there's clutter everywhere and just about every flat surface is occupied by things that are still trying to find their forever place, but we've had a serious upgrade moving into this apartment. But before I take you through that, let's take a little trip back to 2009. So it's March 2009 and I've just left my now ex-husband. We had built a brand new home in late 2004 and moved in in April 2005. Now, according to the floor plan, there were three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a separate toilet, a study, three living areas, two dining areas and a generous yard for a suburban Geelong block. We opted not to build a garage because it was, I don't know, I think it was like $30,000 extra and we didn't see that as a necessity. And inside the house were the basic mod cons that you'd expect to find inside most houses built in that period. When I moved to Melbourne 12 months later, I moved into a share house with the same mod cons that I had in my own home, um, except for maybe a clothes dryer. I can't quite remember. Anyway, a few months after moving to Melbourne, I moved in with my now husband and although it was still a share house arrangement with standard features, the dishwasher was not used by my husband or his housemate and there wasn't a clothes dryer. 
In early 2011, Alex, that's my husband, and I, we moved into our own little place. Our budget was slim because we were uni students, but we were resilient and able to adapt. We could make do with what there was. We had, you know, overcome so many other things in our life that, you know, we could just, we could, we could make do. Now, people are often shocked when I tell them that we have never had a dishwasher in the time we've lived together, aside from the place that it wasn't used. The dryer is a little bit more accepted, but when we tell people that we've never had a pantry since we moved out together in 2011, they look at us in disbelief and ask us quizzically, how can you not have a pantry? And it's this simple. Our budget has never been able to afford a place with a pantry. The places that our budget could afford with pantries, they were dog boxes. Like I'm talking so, so tiny that you probably couldn't swing a cat. And we valued the living space over the modern conveniences. And we also really loved the quirkiness and the charm that older places would bring to the table. So we would buy the furniture that was needed to furnish the places and we would buy it secondhand, um, particularly our first place that we moved into together. It was a little granny flat, but we, we had to buy our desks brand new because we couldn't find the right desk for what we needed. And Facebook Marketplace certainly did not exist back then. We lived cozily in that granny flat. It was all that we needed. There were only two of us. And sure, the kitchen was tiny and carpeted and oh my gosh, it makes me just squirm thinking about it, but it served and functioned as we needed it, albeit without a pantry or a laundry. So in the kitchen, we used two or three overhead cupboards as our pantry. We didn't have all the whiz-bang small appliances that we have today, so we didn't need extra cupboard space or bench space for those. And our fridge was in the living space and it was out of the way. You couldn't see the fridge like as soon as you walked into in through the front door. It was, you know, it was perfect. We we made do. And when it came to the laundry, we would go for what we called a hot date. Once a week, we'd head to the laundromat and depending on our uni workloads, we'd either study or we'd watch TV on one of our laptops. And some nights we'd even have dinner there. We'd order a pizza. We, we even had a Valentine's Day in, I think it must have been... Mm, 2012, we had Valentine's Day at the laundromat. <laughs> it was hilarious, but, you know, it, it, it's one of our greatest memories and it was multitasking and productivity at its finest. Now, with the exception of the 10 months that we lived with my mother-in-law in 2017 to 2018, every single place that Alex and I have lived in together since 2011 has been without a pantry but we learned to adapt and make do. Alex will easily tell you that I'm inventive and creative and can find uses for things that a lot of others wouldn't dream of. And, and he's right. He really is. Ikea and Bunnings now too, actually sell these wire baskets and frames that are marketed and displayed for use in or as wardrobes. We had one of these, or actually we had two of them. They were the four stackers and we used some cable ties to stack them together. They are actually designed to be stacked together, but we didn't have the fasteners. So cable ties to the rescue. And and for years, ours served predominantly as a pantry, but it was also used for storing plastics like lunchboxes and containers that weren't in use and such on, and also tea towels, placemats, you know, the catch-all drawer 
you know, the one um, with the paper and the pens and all those kinds of things. But in the place that we've just moved out of, as well as this wire basket tower, we also used what was designed and marketed as a baby shelf and change table from Ikea. Now, over in the show notes, I've added some pictures just to show you what I'm talking about because it might sound a little bit weird. It didn't have the change table component. We bought it um, from the Ikea as is, so it was fully constructed when we purchased it in 2016 but it really did work well for us as a pantry. But now here we are in mid-October 2020 and for an extra $40 a week in rent, our money was able to get us the mod cons that we had only ever dreamed of. We've moved into a secure apartment building with a basement car park, so a secure basement car park that has some storage space down below so we don't have to try and keep everything in our laundry. And overall, the space, the living space is about the same size as our previous space. Um, The jury's still out on whether it's bigger or smaller because neither floor plan ever listed how many square metres each place is. But this new place, the distribution and the use of space is so much better than anywhere that we've ever lived. So we've got an open plan kitchen, dining, living study. First time that we've had anywhere that's open plan. And there's a glass door, a glass lighting door to a private enclosed balcony. And that means that our daughter, she can play freely outside without one of us needing to be out there. Alex or I can potter in the kitchen or I can work at my desk. Uh, We can sit down and watch TV or whatever. But she's also at that age where one of us or both of us can be in another room of the house and we're comfortable that we don't need our eyes on her at all times. She's, it's going to be very hard for her to hurt herself or damage anything. Now in the kitchen, we've got space for all the things. Like I'm talking all the things. We've also got a dishwasher and we've got a pantry. You, you just, Oh, the delight that we had when we realised that our money could actually get this. We we just knew that we were destined for this place. So coming into the study area, which is my office, when we moved in, even though I'd measured it and measured it and measured it and checked it against the floor plan, my big corner desk didn't actually fit. And I was, I was, I was perplexed initially and I let myself be perplexed and a bit upset for about, I don't know, maybe an hour or two. And I just, you know, but I I already knew that it wasn't going to work. And I was just like, oh, well, crap, I'm going to have to figure out a whole new system now. But at the end of the day, it's all worked out well in the wash. We pulled apart pulled apart the desk we listed it sold it on Facebook marketplace for 50 bucks and yeah I was sad to see it go but I've adapted it's only been a week but I'm already managing quite well I was looking at getting something new I'd found something on Officeworks that was similar dimensions but it wasn't as big if that makes sense but then I measured it again and I kept second guessing I kept questioning myself I'm like do I really need this desk you know, 
how, how is it going to, to serve me? Yes, it was an L-shaped desk and, and it's beautiful, but it was essentially the same dimensions and so it would have taken up the same floor space. And I decided that I didn't need it, that I was actually able to make do with the small desk or, you know, the medium-sized desk that I'd been using as my return and the chest of drawers and I can put them together and it's actually working really, really well. It doesn't mean that I'm not still on the hunt for a secondhand um, smaller desk that I can use as a return, but everything is just perfect right now. Like I'm so happy and I'm not feeling cramped or, or cluttered or, or anxious. It's been fabulous. And if you know the desk that I'm talking about, I had a big um, Ikea corner desk. It was a Mickey one. So it has the hutch over the top of the desk. Um, you can either go and look on Ikea's website or go to the show notes. I'm going to pop in some pictures there as well. And you can, so then you can see the desk that I had. So I needed a solution for all of the things that I had in the hutch and, and similarly in the cupboard where I've now got my computer tower. And we managed to score two white Calax units, the four by two size from two separate sets of friends. One of them is now our TV unit. We needed something slightly lower than my beautiful 1940s sideboard. And the other one has become my office storage and it's absolutely perfect. Like I'm just, I'm so over the moon with how everything has worked out. And as I said, like it, it doesn't mean that I'm not on the, on the lookout for that other little return because I actually want to get a second monitor um, because it will make life so much easier. But, you know, I'm making do. I'm, I'm, I'm charging ahead and I'm not letting anything stop me. Now, coming to the relationship between making do and productivity, it, it's when it comes down to it, if you're able to push past the barriers, whether they're physical or mental, uh, of finding a way to make do with what you have, you're going to save yourself so much time and possible anguish. Now, I'm not saying that this is the solution for everybody, but making do, it really can make your life easier and more enjoyable. You're able to go and sit down and watch TV of an evening or go for a walk or, you know, whatever it is um, that, that, that you get your time back. Now, like I said, it's not the case for every single person or every single thing. But I think if we collectively as contemporary society can learn anything from our ancestors is that we can make do and mend. Like everything though, we do need to find what works for us and our lifestyle because ultimately we have to keep our lifestyle in mind when it comes to productivity. Remembering that productivity does not always mean uh, working harder. It just means that we are making the best use of time and resources as we possibly can. Remembering as well that relaxing and rejuvenating is productive. So that wraps up this episode of Productivity with Holly. Now, if you would like productivity and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you're on a computer, pop your details into the pop-up box when it appears. Or if you're on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit to find it on the page and enter your details there. 
If you'd like to book in for one-on-one coaching, head over to the coaching section of my website for more information. Unfortunately, the gates for the Organised Biz Village are currently closed and they won't reopen again until early in 2021. But if you would like to pop your name on the wait list, head to organisedbizvillage.com.au to get the updates and then you will know when it will be open again and all of the goodness for Organised Biz Village. Now, if you do want to see what I get up to in between episodes, you can come and catch me over on Instagram. Just search for Mayday VA and I'm going to leave it there. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at Mayday VA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.